happy Saturday. Today is July 18th, 2020, and this is the Real Social Mama podcast, episode three. We're on episode three now, and today we're going to be talking about postpartum mental health. Um, Huge topic, something that I'm very, very passionate about, something that I have uh, learned to uh, talk about and learn to... um, embrace really, you know, because mental health can be an ugly word to um, many people. And it's not an ugly word. It's something that is definitely um, important, especially being a mother. And um, I think it's something that needs to be talked about more. So let's get into it. Um, So as you know, I have four sons. Uh, which means I've had four different postpartum uh, experiences and it was typically called the fourth trimester, right? There's three trimesters in a pregnancy and um, typically the postpartum part of it after you give birth is the fourth trimester. And being pregnant is great uh, for some. If you get sick, it may not be so fun, but everything, you know, you have... um, all your um, post, you know, uh, all your prenatal, excuse me, appointments that you're going to, it's exciting, you get to see the baby, everybody's taking care of you, everybody's making sure that you're, you know, you're fed, that you're comfortable, Um, you know, being pregnant, you know, you're taking, you know, your baby, you're well taken care of, so it can be, you know, it could be a fun time, you know, I enjoyed it at times being pregnant when people would, you know, make sure that I was okay, and I had everything that I needed, it's great, and the doctor really just wants you to be okay, and asking you all these questions, and it's great, um, but then, after you have the baby, right, um, you have the baby, and all of a sudden, it becomes all about the baby, and why do I say that? Of course, everybody's happy the baby is here. Having a baby is a wonderful experience, right? But think about this. You get the six-week or eight-week, depending on if you have a C-section or if you have a vaginal birth, for a checkup after after you give birth, right? You have your checkup, your postpartum checkup, and then what? What happens after that? Why is it kind of left there and then it becomes about the baby um because you're going to all these appointments for the pediatrician the one week the two week all my kids were jaundiced so we were in the doctor's office a lot um you know it's just a lot you know it becomes all about the baby right everybody wants to come see the baby everybody wants to hold the baby a baby baby and that's fine that may sound selfish. I'm sorry, it doesn't mean to come off that way, but I'm trying to make a point. The point is, what about the mom? The attention kind of goes away from the mom and goes to the baby. How many times have you called a new mom? And I say new mom, it could be a mom of that just had her first baby, her second, her third, her fourth, it doesn't matter. We need help, we want to be cared about, we want to be, um, we want to be asked about (laughs) we have feelings and um you know most of the time it's you know you want to come see the baby 
And it's okay. That's human nature because that's just the norm. That's just what happens. But a lot of times mom gets put on the back burner. And, um, you know, I noticed and our pediatrician's actually very good about this. He was very good about this with all the boys is I know that um, I think every doctor's office is the same that when you go take your kid into the doctor you kind of fill out um, a survey um, with like all the milestones like are they doing this are they doing that and I noticed at the end of every survey it's like how is mom right is mom feeling anxious or little it's like one question basically asking you how you're doing and he would always ask how I was doing and um, I really appreciated that Um, But it wasn't enough. It really wasn't enough. And so I think that's the biggest issue right there with um, the OBGYN is kind of dropping the ball after that first six to eight weeks. Um, And not really, um, there's not really a process unless you as a woman, as a mother, step up and say, hey, something is wrong. And I don't think that should always be the case. I think there needs to be more of a follow-up on that. Um, So when you're a first-time mother, your anxiety is through the roof. And I just think it's human nature as a first-time mom to have anxiety. Are they breathing? (laughs) You check their little chest to see if it's moving up and down or the little stomach up and down to see if it's moving to check if they're breathing. So you can't sleep half the time because you want to be sure that they're breathing, right? And then you're up, you know, feeding the baby. If you're breastfeeding your baby, you're up every, you know, half hour, hour, however, you know, much, I mean, times that they get up, every kid is different and um, you're just exhausted. Um, And it's, you know, it's a lot. And so that anxiety and that tired feeling and that feeling of just my old life is gone is completely normal and um, it is it isn't I want to make sure that I say that and not everybody is officially gonna be diagnosed with some form of anxiety of depression that's not um, to say that happens to everybody in that way but I think it's just human nature that our mental health and self-care is so lacking after we have a baby Um, that, you know, we forget to shower, we forget to eat, we forget a lot of things. And that's what really starts to bring your mood down. And um, I think that's where we as women need to speak up and change the way society sees um, how postpartum should be taken care of. It is so much more than just you know, someone coming to, you know, see the baby and, um, you know, kind of be there not doing anything, right? (laughs) You know, if you're going to visit a new mom, bring food, um, offer to hold the baby or watch the baby while she goes to take a shower. Um, Maybe she just needs to go walk around Target for a little bit anything right um to to take care of herself and I think that's super important um to think about and to consider uh if you're visiting a new mom or you know someone who is a new mom but 
for me, it was the fear of the unknown with my children. Um, and that's where the anxiety really, um, really creeped in for me and, you know, feeling down and, um, with, I didn't have any kind of postpartum, um, mental health issues with the first two. I think I naturally had, um, some anxiousness about having my first kid with our first son and then, um, four years later having a second one just being worried about how I was going to balance loving these two human beings so much um, and I think that's completely normal and completely natural but with my third one I experienced what's called um, pregnancy depression or pregnancy anxiety and um, and that's something that was very new to me so that was something during the pregnancy that I experienced and I also experienced it after I had him postpartum our third son and the thing I did wrong with that is I didn't talk about it. I talked about it jokingly, like I didn't feel right or, you know, I didn't have time for myself or whatever. But as a mental health professional, I was embarrassed to actually say that I had something wrong with me. Um, so I didn't talk about it. I brushed it off um, when we would take the baby to the pediatrician. I wouldn't really talk about it. Um, I didn't really want anybody to know. I didn't talk about talk about it with to my spouse I just really kind of held it in and I didn't um I didn't want to acknowledge the fact that I needed help and for me in my own experience that was not okay I, and I honestly don't think that's okay for anyone but I made the mistake of just keeping that to myself and I um looking back now, I realize how wrong that was. And I know that I could have gotten the support and I know that I could have gotten the help, but I chose not to. And, um, it probably took me a good with him. It really probably took me a good, um, I would say a good nine months to a year to really start feeling like myself again um, you know, where I started to take care of myself and things like that, um, as far as like working out and, you know, realizing that, you know, I can get some sense of normalcy back, right? Cause that's when the baby, you know, around six to nine months is really when they start getting, um, a better like nighttime routine and things like that. So, um, it took a while, um, but unfortunately that never really left and because I didn't take care of it then postpartum I feel like it kind of lingered it lingered uh, for a while so um, when I got pregnant with my fourth son um, my third son was oh my goodness, he had just turned two he had just turned two yes he had just turned two and so um, and our our family had been going through a lot of stuff at that point. Um, as far as, you know, some of our family members not doing well. And I had been going through a lot mentally already. So the fact that I didn't take care of my mental health postpartum um, with my third son kind of dragged into the next pregnancy, I should, I should say. 
And at that point, I knew I was not okay. When I got pregnant with my third son, um, things were looking up as far as our family's situation. And I thought that everything was on the upside and things were going to be good. And then we were hit with a major tragedy in our family. And um, basically, we lost the caretaker of our children. And he was much more than that. But he was that such a big part of our lives that it impacted us in such a big way. We didn't have anybody to care for our kids anymore. And um, here we are pregnant with our fourth kid. Um, And it was a lot. It was just a lot to take in for anybody. And so being pregnant at the time, I was about five months pregnant with our fourth son at the time when everything happened. I, I think by the grace of God, I had to get through it. You know, I had to get through it because I knew if I went in a downward spiral and, you know, really got depressed, I, um, you know, I didn't want to do any harm to the baby. You know, I really didn't want to do any harm to the baby. And so, you know, by the grace of God, I think we were able to get through that. Um, while being pregnant and that's coming up on a year that that happened and um, I I remember having the baby and um, you know these same feelings came up after I had him um, about just feeling anxious, you know, and I want to talk about, you know, what are some of those feelings? Like, what are you talking about? Um, Well, at this point in my life, when I'm postpartum with my fourth son, I had already experienced, um, you know, panic attacks from anxiety, panic attacks where your heart is, you know, um, heart is racing, your hands go numb, you're sweaty, you're hyperventilating. Um, I had experienced just not feeling like myself, you know, I had done really well with my weight during the pregnancy and, um, I didn't think it was really going to be a big issue postpartum. And then I just, (laughs) you know, my body just wouldn't budge. My body just, I felt like I was gaining weight postpartum and it was just really bringing me down. It really brought me down. Um, I just didn't feel like myself. I had four humans, four little humans, and my husband, you know, here with me. And I wanted to be super mom. I wanted to do everything, and I couldn't. Like, I physically couldn't. And, you know, the thing that I did differently this time around was I spoke about it. I spoke up um, to my husband. Um, I talked to my mom about it. I talked to my doctors about it. I um, really expressed myself about how I was feeling um, and 
I talk to my friends from church. Um, you know, I really express myself in uh, when I was fellowshipping with in my women's group, my Bible study group, and you know, I just kind of put it out there because I felt that God. God had something for me. He had a purpose for me in talking about my story and how I was feeling, um, feeling this, these feelings of anxiety, you know, more so anxiety, but, you know, also feeling these feelings of depression, like feeling I, I can't be myself um, anymore. Um, I can't be as adequate as I was before when I had one kid or two kids, right? Um, I'm not a size um anymore right like I don't fit into anything and you know I can't fit into anything and it was just um it was hard um but the fact that I spoke up about it was all the difference and so I spoke to my doctors and things were looking up things uh, looked like I was going to be getting some treatment um and um you know, it, it just every, I kind of, I let it fall through. I didn't, um, I didn't follow up. And this was probably when the baby was about three months old. The anxiety just kind of crept in about feeling like something was wrong with me. Something was wrong with someone. Something was wrong with my kids. I felt like something bad was just going to happen all the time. And I don't know if you're a Google mom, but I'm going to tell you what a Google mom is. A Google mom is a mom that Googles every single symptom you have or every single symptom your kid has, right? I don't know how many times I thought I was going to die because of what I googled or someone was sick and something was going to happen because I googled a symptom google is not your friend (laughs) google doesn't know google is not a doctor right I was at the doctors getting every test possible because I swore up and down that something was wrong with me I had a full-on panic attack hands legs numb just I didn't know what was wrong with me the baby was about three maybe three four months old it was scary I didn't know what was going on but my husband was right by my side and you know he supported me through it all and the doctors you know every doctor I went to three different doctors and they told me ma'am nothing is wrong with you I think you're suffering from postpartum anxiety and it's controlling your body. Your mind controls your body. You don't feel right in the mind, your body's not going to feel right. If you don't take care of your spirit, if you don't get into God's word, if you don't speak positivity into your life, negativity is going to come your way. If you don't let toxic people get to you, then you'll be better. If you don't get the toxic people out of your life, you won't feel better, right? And that's what was happening to me. That's what, And this is still a battle every day. It doesn't just magically go away. But this is just something that I know that I have to work on every single day. So here I am 
having all these people tell me that, you know, this is what's going on with you, ma'am. I think you really need to get some help. And then COVID happens and everything is shut down. Right. (laughs) This is all back in March of 2020. So what now? What do I do? How do I take care of myself? Here I am, four months postpartum. Everything is shut down. What do I do? So I go back to I know what works for me. What works for me is talking to my husband, talking about it, speaking life into myself, finding things to take care of myself. In the next episode, I'll talk about more about self-care and what that looks like for me. But I know that... Um, I know this time around at 36 years old what that is, what postpartum mental health is now. It took me four kids to realize it, four kids. So I know 10 years ago, I had my first kid when I was 26 years old, but I didn't know. I didn't know what that was. I didn't bounce back to my weight when I was 26 years old, but I wasn't bothered by it as much. But it bothered me now at 36. And I wish I knew then what I know now because I know I could have avoided a lot of different things that I went through over the last 10 years mentally. As in the mental health professional, people think you should have all the answers, and I don't. Big disclaimer, guys, I don't have all the answers, and I don't even know if everything I'm doing is the right thing, but it works for me. Because we matter. We always put our kids first. When you have a newborn baby, that's the only thing that matters at the time. And when you have multiple babies... They all matter. Your husband matters. You want to make sure everybody's taken care of. But I got to tell you that you're worth it. You're worth the time. And I know right now it's hard. We can't go get our hair done or our nails done or go to lunch with our girlfriends. We want to so bad. We can hop on a Zoom call with them. You can shoot them a text. Find the people that bring you up that lift your spirits that tell you you know what you can do it Jennifer I believe in you you're gonna be okay I'm here to support you those are the type of people you want in your life you don't want toxic people in your life well I have 10 kids and I can do it so you have four that's nothing that's toxic well I breastfeed my baby you formally feed your baby That's toxic. My kids only eat organic. You feed your kids junk. Whatever. That's toxic. We're not all going to be the same. I'm not saying you can't be friends with people that have, you know, that feed their kids organically or, you know, that homeschool their kids or that exclusively breastfeed. I think that's beautiful. I think that's great if that works for you. I tell you right now, that's not me. That's not me. I know that's not me. 
but that's just my preference. That doesn't mean it's right. There's no right way to be a good mom. Formula fed, breastfed, vaccinated, unvaccinated, it doesn't matter. Don't let that stuff get to you that messes with your mental health, that messes with your head. It's telling yourself you're not good enough because you're not like them. That's one of the biggest things in postpartum mental health that I can tell you that I know is right. I don't know if it's in a textbook anywhere, but I know it's right. Do not compare yourself to other people. Take care of yourself. Mind your business. Don't worry about what another person's doing. Mind your business and works what works for your family. If you need to go to therapy, go to therapy. Right? Don't worry about being judged. Don't be scared to say that you need help. I need help. Today was crazy. I walked around Target. I didn't even know what I was looking for today. I just walked around because I needed to get out. I don't like walking around with a mask on in Target, but it did what I needed to do to get out for a little bit, even if it was for 40 minutes. So I end this with you matter. Your mental health matters, especially postpartum. Got a little human you got to take care of. You got to take care of yourself and you can't do that. You can't take care of the little human properly if you're not taken care of. So ask for help. Ask for help with it, whatever you need. Talk to your spouse. Talk to a friend. Talk to someone from church. Talk to someone who will listen to you. Next episode, I want to talk more about self-care as a mom. And... Um, I hope that somebody gets a little nugget from this conversation. A little something leaves with you. But again, like I said, I'm not an expert in postpartum mental health. I'm going based on my experience. And so I hope that you grab something from this and take it and use it and spread the word. Thank you for listening today. I appreciate it. And... I will talk to you next week. God bless.